0: My name is Christina Cox, I'm 9 years old. When I grow up I want to be a singer. My name is Kevin Darby. I am 6 years old. When I grow up I want to be a football player. My name is Jasmine M. Morris. I am 7 years old. When I grow up I want to be a dancer. My name is Steven Gary Cox, I'm 8 years old. When I grow up I want to be a rapper. My name is Janet Demony When I grow up I want to be a doctor. Dreams
1: Welcome back, fam-bam, to another episode of Just Be Real Podcast. I'm your girl, Just Be Real, and today I have a super, super special person, and emphasize on special, who's gonna join us today as the realest. My baby, Brianna Reeves. Join us as we take a look into her journey to med school. It's more unconventional than usual. But, doesn't mean she can't get there. Let's get real. So, I got the realest, my baby, Brie, on here today. My special, my little special poo. So, because I was, you know, having, you know, Brie on the podcast today, I had to throw on our custom one of, one of, two of, two of, two you know, windbreaker. Because it's only right, you know. You know, I only got one special, so it's only right out here, you know. So... You know, thank
0: you. Thanks for having me
1: today. I mean, you know, I it's, I can't have a podcast and not have my special on there. Like, what kind of person would I be?
0: Thanks, Come I'm on now. I'm glad to be here, though. I'm glad to be a part of this journey
1: too. Well, I'm glad to be a part of your journey. You know what I'm saying? It's been lit, <laughs> you know, a little couple roadblocks, but they ain't stopped the journey to the destination, yeah. though. It stopped
0: nothing. I'm here. Still here. They're Period.
1: Here. So Bree, tell the people a little about yourself. Give them a little insight. You know, I ain't say nothing on purpose. I'm going to let you tell your story.
0: Hello. No, my name is Bree. I'm just, I'm pretty chill from the Bronx, New York. Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, you know, I graduated from BSU love my hbcu okay period
1: another dsu hornet so she already know what we're giving because we we the only hbcu (laughs) i'm gonna tell y'all again that acquired a pwi the first black institution so y'all can be mad that y'all should have been a hornet
0: but yeah i went to dsu um I'm part of the greatest story <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Capital E-A on greatest. <laughs> yes, I'm, that's how I met my special. Um, and I'm just so glad to be here and give y'all a little insight. I'm currently in medical school, so you're going to give me my, my journey, my her story.
1: Okay, Ready? you better say that, her story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, you know, you go by, because you know, you've already got me on this, so I'll be saying it too Page and Dr. B, which is pretty yeah. much like your tagline and how you refer to yourself. Yeah. So, why is it so important, do you feel, to start branding yourself now for the future that you know that you're going to have? Like, honestly,
0: when I first started using Page and Dr. B, it didn't even feel like oh, I was like manifesting. Like, I don't even know what it, what it was. Like, I just started <laughs> using it, and then, like now that you bring it up, I guess I was or am like manifesting and branding myself, but I just think like it's so important because like after God, you're the, really the director of your own narrative mm-hmm. so you have to when it comes to manifesting what you want, like the more life you're speak into your visions and everything like that the more likely you're you're going to naturally follow in that direction. So the more I speak page and Dr. B, you know, hospital talk and everything like that, it's going to naturally push me in the direction that I want to go. And then when it comes to, like, branding yourself, you're your biggest, like, supporter. Like, if you, whether you have a business or you're an entrepreneur, like, you're your biggest supporter. At the end of the day, it's literally you. In your business so if you don't brand it or if you don't promote it like no one's gonna believe in it like that's facts
1: that's big facts it's
0: your, your, your business your product if you don't believe in it why would i believe in it so like that's so important when it comes to like, manifesting aspect and just like branding who you are or who your business is is important because if you don't believe in it
1: then who will right and you're and speaking of entrepreneur life yeah, I mean, some people might not know, but I know because I mean, pretty sure y'all know too because I've been promoting it. But you also have Jam and Jimmy's, which you know you kind of put on hiatus for now to kind of focus on med school, which right. is which is right. logical. I mean, duh, especially because you're doing it online. But we'll come back to that. But like you have Jam and Jimmy's, which is like your own custom cuisine, which is pretty dope because all of her cuisine is named after something astronaut like astronomical.
0: Andrew. Yes, yes, I like the little outer space theme, or scientific theme. But yes, it's on hiatus right now. But I am working on writing
1: a cookbook. Ooh, okay. okay Come on, I cookbook. Push that out. I going to leave
0: y'all hanging. See, I'm gonna push that out. I'm gonna manifest that. It's gonna be called the the, the protocol. It's like a lab. It'll be
1: like a lab name. And the people don't understand why you have a name jam and Jimmy, so give give them a little insight on behind the name of Jam and Jimmys.
0: So, pretty much, my line name is Jimmy Neutron, because I'm a brainiac, I'm smart. And, um, so, I wanted to have that in there, and then, it's a play on words. One, I don't know if y'all watch Snowfall, but, uh, Jeremy Jerome, I love Snowfall, so, when his uncle, Jerome, had started his little business, and little Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) music. Yup, with the speakers, y'all.
0: Yeah, so, when he said, Jeremy Jerome, I just played on words and cookies jimmy's so
1: i like that and then also i'm an island girl so
0: you know like
1: jamming trinny gal like, yeah it goes with like caribbean culture so Jimmy, jimmy's is me period so yeah <laughs> it's you know and the food is bomb from from what i'm told i haven't got my plate yet you know but when i get closer to delaware or whatever again i'm gonna get me Definitely a little a little yeah. jim yeah. and jimmy's because the presentation be lit though like i be like oh that look <laughs> I got my line sister, a platter, and she literally <laughs> ate it in five minutes. I'm like, yo, you're fat. You're a fat ass, for real. Yes, yes. So, I got you. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But, yo, if y'all ever want to see uh, Breeze jacket, y'all can go on my page, my personal page, if you follow me. Or my business yes, page. Yes,
0: that's my favorite It's My favorite ever, ever, ever. Y'all can because see her jacket. I'm like, girl
1: genius. <laughs> yes, yes, girl genius. So, let, y'all can go check that out. That was one of my first customs coming out of hiatus for b Relations, so... Yes, I had to make sure I lay special. special. And then ever since she got the black jacket, then everybody wanted to follow suit for her and get black yeah, jackets. everybody
0: wanted to get black I'm like, it's it. not the same. It's not
1: the same. I mean, you know, but we trendsetting. That's what we do. I mean, duh. I mean, you can't expect nothing less. But what type of medicine do you want to... Do you want to study? Or, like, what is what career profession are you looking to when it comes to medicine?
0: I think that... I mean, it's kind of a little early to decide, in my opinion. But I do have like three specialties that I'm considering going into, or like would be grateful to land a residency. So the first one is dermatology. Okay. Taking care of your hair, skin, and nails. Um, everything has to do with skin. And then.
1: Which yours is popping, by the way. Okay, I see the glow. Yeah. Sun is there. You real nice, ma. <laughs> so I hear you real nice.
0: Um, or pediatrics. I would like to be pediatric for more kids or I really, really, really want to specialize in cosmetic plastic surgery. For real?
1: So, yes.
0: Yeah, like, you trying to be a Dr.
1: Miami out here on the black side? Uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> because like, you know, like, the whole concept, like, all the shows, like, botched or whatever and, you know, like, just helping people feel beautiful. Like, that's where it comes in like, with the whole like, the whole plastic surgery part. Like, I'm obsessed with, like, women's body and just helping people feel beautiful so like, if i could be the dr miami but somewhere else you know you trying to flourish dr b, like, dr. Yeah, like b. Dr. b dr boo okay <laughs> like you know what i'm saying dr so, b come
1: see me dr b from the bronx come see me mom <laughs> exactly
0: so you know while getting to the bag but also helping people and then like with the whole skin i'm very like pro-natural so like helping people you know, with their skin, their hair, their nails Like, that would be cool, that's the dermatology side And then, of course, you know, I love the kids So, the people, Yeah, like, Brie lot love the kids my, Yeah, so those are my three special teas Like, what I'm considering
1: what Okay like to do. So, given that you already given us why Like, what has your journey Because your journey's not the common, traditional Journey to med school Like, it's super unconventional But again, with black women, you gotta expect the unexpected We don't like to follow our path, to try to create our own as long as we get there you know what i'm saying right. so what has your journey been like to going to med school
0: well i uh, well some people might consider like i had like a late start like just in some people's eyes they might think it's a late start but um it was like my junior year of college when i decided to, to like pursue medicine like i was studying forensics at dsu
1: for real i, I never in, knew that
0: well, I was studying bio, but, uh, bless God, bless BSU. <laughs> forensic bio, like, the program was a little chopped up, so I was studying bio, but I was thinking forensic, like, electives just because I really wanted to major in it, but the whole program was a little shifted. Oh, yeah, you know how that anyways, goes. Anyways, anyways, I made the best of it, <laughs> but I was studying um, forensics, and I was thinking about being a medical examiner, so medical examiner, for those that don't know, um, is The person that pretty much like does autopsies and figures out the cause of death, oh
1: Jesus, that.
0: right? So I'm like really big on closure, even though I'm learning to like get over it. So, I feel like that would have been good along with my values because I could have gave closures to like families that that's know, that Scorpio in you know, your I ass, <laughs> yeah. That one, <laughs> of course, of course. I wanted to know what happened to their loved ones and just like solving mystery. So I was thinking about that, but when I looked it up. They was like, oh, you know, you have to go to medical school to become a medical examiner. So I was like, damn. So, like, ever since then, I was just like, all right, I'm going to do it, whatever. So I was, like, taking all my prereqs and everything, like, finishing up my degree. But, again, like I said, I was, like, kind of a late star or behind the curve. So right. I graduated in December 2017. Um, and, like, fall graduations are weird because it's just like any fall graduate knows it's just in that weird space. Because it's not like, it's like you graduate in December and then it's that six months of like, what am I doing? Right. Like, at awkward Especially
1: time. at the top of the year, because that's like at the <laughs> end of the year.
0: And it's just like, it's just like a real awkward transition space. So, like, during those six months, I definitely was like, you know, I need to get working. Like, I need to be doing something. So, um, uh, I was like studying here and there for the MCAT, which is the entrance exam for medical school. I was studying here and there, but I wasn't like focused because I was like so worried about like working and getting money. So
1: typical New York girl.
0: Mhm. So in May, I think it was May 2018, I took my MCAT, and literally I. Like I, I bullshit the exam. Like I was rushing. I was nowhere near like prepared at all. I was rushing through the test. Like during the MCAT, you get like a few breaks. I skipped like all my breaks. I just wanted to get the test over with.
1: Oh, you was and ready, ready. ready. You was trying to get done, yeah. done.
0: Yeah. So I didn't do my best. So when I looked, I was like, damn, I just wasted all that bread taking that exam because I didn't take it serious. Um, and then uh, like during that time, after I took the MCAT, I had to go. So um dsu because i wanted to see if i can get a letter of recommendation so for med school they like recommend that you get one from like a committee a professor like a health committee health okay. committee so i went to the one at dsu but mind you i had graduated in december 2017 and these professors that are on the committee like some i didn't have and then some i hadn't had since like freshman year so when i was doing my interview and stuff I was like telling them, you know, I, I have interest or passion in teaching, just helping kids, everything like that. So pretty much, like some weeks went by, and they had told me, like they had wrote me back and was like, no, you know, we're we're not we're not interested in writing you a letter. You should actually like
1: they could really they really be doing, doing that.
0: Yeah, they were like that's you wild. Account. We think that you're not like. Competitive enough, you should probably like look into different careers, like maybe teach it or whatever. What? So, like, I was blown. Like I was so like discouraged. Like, I was done. I just want y'all to know,
1: me hearing being sound so surprised is not fake because I really didn't hear the background to this story. So just like y'all getting it firsthand, I'm getting it firsthand. Okay. So like I was like after
0: that, I was done. Like I really wanted to give up. I was like so out of it. So in the June of 2018 or July June July. I landed my job as a middle school science teacher um, that June or July, so somewhere around there. I became a middle school science teacher.
1: I remember that because I remember you told everything. me about the offer letter. I remember that.
0: Yep, yep. So I was hype. I was like, you know what? Forget it. They're not going to give me a letter. You guys should pick a new career path. Um, look at me. I just got a job. Last I was working to a job. I was doing all this stuff to become a teacher and everything like that. And that was great. That was fine and dandy because I did love that experience. And I feel like it's experiences along the way that really, like, you know, build your story together and just put it together. So while I was there, you know, kids, they'll dig and cry and dig. They nosy. Ask you all kind of stuff. They asked me, like, did I always want to become a teacher? And I was like, no, you know. And they were like... I was like, I actually wanted to become a doctor before I started this whole thing. And they were like, they were the ones that were like, well, you should do it. Like, you shouldn't be.
1: Kids are just so amazing.
0: (laughs) So they were like, you know, you shouldn't be settling and everything like that. Like, you you know, you're more so. I was like, I'm more so the student. I'm not used to being a teacher. I'm more so, like, used to learning, like absorbing. And everything like that. So pretty much, they pushed me, and they were like, "You should do it. You should definitely do it." So after my first year of teaching, I pretty much was like, All right, "I'm gonna go. Like, I'm gonna stop teaching, and I'm gonna focus, so that way I can get back into school." So once I quit um, teaching, I quit my first year of te- teaching in the summer of what was it? Summer 2019, I guess. Summer 2019. Uh, and I, like, had no plan, but I knew I wanted to go back to school. So
1: I, I remember that talk.
0: Yep. Yeah, so I went to New York. My mom, she lives in New York. Um. So I went to New York that summer, like, for a few weeks, and just was chopping it up with mom and grandma and everything. I'm um, trying to figure out like what I wanted
1: to do and definitely just get away from Delaware and everything like that. Ooh, child! Delaware isn't a, you. Anybody want to escape ooh. that? People drive through Delaware; they don't stop in Delaware, baby. That's why I had to move two years ago because I'm like, ooh, Delaware, I've outgrown you yet, but so big, gotta go. Exactly. So um, I was in New York for a little
0: bit, and I was thinking about just like getting a little job, whatever. Of course, and I guess I'm always doing this. <laughs> so. Um, but after that, yeah, I had no really no plan So I thought about settling for a PA school For those that I mean I know PA school is pretty much physician Assistant school So I was like, oh, I can just become a PA It's more flexible I'll still be doing medicine, I'll still be making the same amount of money But And I was like, it'll be easier Pretty much, so I was like trying to convince myself Like, oh, no, I'm gonna just become a Just PA. taking it
1: easier way out, knowing that ain't yeah. the Delta way But we gonna let it slide yeah. though
0: so, I'm like, it's only two years of school, and I'm having to I'm over here convincing myself. So, in order to become a PA, you need healthcare experience. So, I hadn't worked in, like, a clinical setting before. Mm-hmm. So, I'm over here looking for all kind of opportunities to become, um, you know, to get some healthcare experience under my belt. So, all the while, while I'm looking for that, I literally, like, have an opportunity to go away to medical school in Aruba. So, I literally... I had let my dad convince me, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to go. So that summer, I had decided I'm going to go. And then as we got closer to the fall, I was like, I had broke the admissions people, and I was like, I want to move my semester to leave in January. So I had convinced myself, I was like, oh, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to just let the holidays ride out. Right, and then
1: I'll be fresh and ready top of the year.
0: And then January, I'm going to leave. So in November, or like October... I had applied for, like, again, I was applying for these health care I had applied, and I got this job becoming, I got this opportunity to become a patient care tech at Christiana Care. And I did terrible on the interview, so I don't even know. Like, it was a video interview. I was like, yeah, I have no experience at all. But they called me, and they were, like, giving me this opportunity. And they were, like, pretty much, we'll pay you. Like, we'll pay to train you. We'll pay for your training. You get benefits and everything. So, look so
1: all you heard was free 99, okay? Free 99 opportunity and experience.
0: I was like, in this
1: opportunity, so I, of course, I had to come with my dad, yeah. Pops is, Pops gonna, gonna be on daddy. it. Pops is a military he's man, he's so he's you got to come correct when you come to Pops yeah. with anything.
0: So, when he heard I was, like, deterring medical school to become a tech, he was like, are you kidding me? But I was like, I really want to do this opportunity, and I'm deciding on my own. I really want to do this. It's free. It's nothing I can lose. And I just want to see if I even am interested in healthcare because if, right. if I just do all this.
1: So, It'd be a waste. I was
0: like, yeah. So I was like, you know, I just want to do it. So I did it. I worked there up until, like, that was my most recent um, job. And that I loved every day. Like, every day I went there, I loved it. So I knew, like, I was in the right field. I knew it. Right. So then, you know, COVID happened in March and everything like that. And uh, everything started to slow down at work. And so I got this opportunity again where the school in Aruba, the medical school, was like, okay, you can start your career in, as soon as may um and you can do it online you can start online so i literally got the opportunity a week before i was like yes i want to go and so i feel like when opportunities knock twice it's like it's a different feeling like you know you, you let something go and you're like all right maybe you know
1: right I'm it's not for me you. maybe maybe something else yeah. out there
0: so the same opportunity came again, but this time it's more convenient. I don't have to leave my house. So if I was scared to leave before, like I don't have to leave. You know, I could just, you know, do the first 4 months whatever online and then be ready to go. So I right. can feel for it or even if I was like still trying to apply to schools in the US, I could like be working towards something. It was like it's really it was really nothing to lose cuz either way I'd like get to start my journey. Right. So I was like, okay. So I left the hospital and then I just started doing school full time. So here I am now. And it's, it's not conventional because, you know, a lot of people talk down on Caribbean medical schools and everything like that. But I feel like as long as you put in the work, it really doesn't matter where you go. Right.
1: Because you're going to be stressed out either way.
0: Exactly. So I'm here. So don't. I i say that if you're trying to pursue medical school and you feel like your journey is taking you all over the place like just
1: ride it out um. but i feel like also too there's been plenty of times because we've had plenty of discussions uh on our own time where we were talking about this journey and you was like oh special i don't know if this is for me you know i want to you know i gotta make a decision i'm like all right whatever it literally it's to the point she was my special where she literally applied to apple and was about to work at apple for a part-time job just to make extra yes. money I was like, yo, you gotta go It's not, nah, you gotta go But then she got the opportunity as a tech And when she told me, she was like, yeah, they asked her to come back For school, and I was like, alright, then that's it Like, everything you've been praying for At this point, that was your answer Like, so, you already know what you gotta do Like, it's not no question And I think for me, also, I've always seen in you Like, there's always been a passion in your eyes For for medicine, like It's always been like, that's your goal So I'm just like, alright, I'm gonna let her You know how big sisters be like, alright, I'm gonna just let you do you I know what's your potential and what you're gonna end up doing, but I'm gonna let you learn for yourself and figure it out so you can convince yeah. yourself where you're supposed to go. I was like, okay, when you're trying to convince me, I'm like, okay, Brie. Well, I mean, if you, that's where you feel your heart is, in reality, I'm saying, okay, great. You're trying to force yourself to see something where you know that's not where you want to be, but okay, okay, whatever. I'm a, you like it. I'm gonna support you still though, you know. But I know that's not the end all be all. But go ahead, we gonna we gonna go ahead and go into it. So would I mean, you just
0: that
1: was definitely the confirmation. Yeah. And then when you see someone you got the second time, I'm like, alright, so you going or not? Like where are we what you what are we doing? What are we doing? You about to sit here and wait episode a <laughs> second time though? Like they're asking you, they're pretty much begging you to come to them. Like, what you about to do? So would you say like being the tech was when you realized I was your final calling? Or was it the actual second offer that was like, yo, this is for me? It was yeah.
0: be too I mean, I definitely once I became a tech. Like, I definitely, like, sealed differently me that this is the career I want to be in like, mm-hmm. You know, I want to help other people. I want to take care of people. I want to, like, I want to wear scrubs every day. You know? Okay. Like, and
1: she be flexing yeah. with them selfies. Wear selfies in them scrubs.
0: Okay. it yeah, so it's just, like, that That still, that got me hyped. I and mean, then you know, like, just going to school. Because, like, during my time, when, when COVID happened I and, mean, like, everything slowed down at work. I was using that time to like work on my personal statement. Like I was really like trying to get my application together, and get my life together, to actually go to school this fall in the U.S. Or no, not this fall, next fall. So every, everything's a year in advance. So I was like trying to put together my application, and I got the you know the opportunity. I was like, you know what? I'm over here busy trying to you know put my application to go, together to go to school. Why not just like go to school? Exactly.
1: You know? Putting all the work. that work. So since Rebecca Lee Crumpler was, like, the first African-American physician who actually was born in Delaware, which is hilarious to me when I seen it, I was like, oh, she was born in Delaware? Crazy. Um, in 1831, how important is it to see more of us in the field of medicine? I just, I think that representation is
0: everything, like, everything. Like, I'm a black woman. I am born in the Bronx. I was raised in the Bronx. I have origins from Trinidad. You know, and it's so rare that you see women like me in the field. Right. Like black women, Afro Caribbean women, Afro Latino women. Like it's so rare that you see black women in the field of medicine and in STEM in general. Like that's always been a problem. Right? It's not that many of us. So, um, you know, it's disheartening that. I mean,
1: your shirt <laughs> even speaks for itself that you're wearing right now. The most yeah. disrespected, neglected, unprotected exactly. person in America is the black woman.
0: Exactly, exactly, exactly. So representation it is so important because, you know, I want to be uh, what little black boys and little black girls look up to. Like, oh, she's doing it. I can do it. Right. You know, like she achieved, she achieved a doctorate. I can become a doctor too you know so like it's so important to have representation because it's so rare that you see it right like, i mean i we're growing in these professions and in these fields that we've been like blocked out of for so long although we're right. growing in it now it's it's still so important like like representation
1: is everything and i think dr imani i don't know if you watch married to medicine la at all but um she was said it best because she's a psychiatrist and she was like, the reason I wanted to become a psychiatrist is because I always had doctors who looked like me. And I didn't want that to be the end for kids to be able to see a doctor that looks like them, a patient to see a doctor that looks like them, whether it be male or female, as long as you're black, it shows that, hey, you can do it. And I feel like, especially in your field, I know my field is common where you don't see many of us in corporate America. I mean, honestly, like, yeah. period. I mean, it is what it is. So that was my motivation because I'm like, okay, y'all can be in the schools, but I'm not going to get paid less of my worth when I know I can do more and not just substantiate myself to being an educator. If I have skills that I can be able to help build a financial and fiscal future for kids and I can educate them, then I'm going to go ahead and push myself. Accounting was never my degree I wanted, honestly. I probably told y'all this before. I wanted to be a lawyer because I shorty like to argue, okay? And I love to make people feel stupid. Especially with facts. Keep your opinions. Where are the facts? I don't have time for the fiction. Come on. Let's, let's be real. But okay. as like you, I was like, okay, if I'm going to be a business lawyer, I need to know business. So accounting, I never liked, but I was good at. So those state literally changed my major before freshman year. And I became an accountant and just minored in law. And then it was like, okay, well, I'm good at this. All right, I just did a master's. And a master's, I was skeptical about because I don't think I took the conventional way either. Like, I think I waited two and a half years before I went yeah. for my master's. And I only did it because I made a promise to my grandmother that I wasn't just going to stop. Because she was like, don't just stop there. Like, there's so much more you can acquire. Don't just stop. Mm -hmm. Do more. So I'm like, all right, I did more. And I'm like, okay. It was supposed to be a one-year program that was done in three years. But the point of the matter is, it got done. done. And I was working two jobs, living on my own, living in Delaware. My family, like, again, was in New York. So I was on my own, still working full-time, working part-time, and going to school. And mind you, you're taking 17 weeks of courses and packing them into six or seven weeks. We talking master's program, you they actually write 18-page papers every other weekend, and you like, well, okay, well, there's my weekend. But wait, I still got to go to work, and I still got to go to my other job. Okay, so when I tell you I was beat, I'm like, I can't live this life. So when you know there's so much more for yourself, you know you can't. You could try to convince yourself like you did, like, yeah, I'm going to just take this position. I'm be a PA. Knowing damn well, it's like, I'm supposed to be Dr. B, like, that's my calling and as much as you want to deny it god will always steer you right back to where you're supposed to be like ha, that's what you thought jokes on you that's not what's happening but it was cute though your little, your little your little journey was cute though that was real cute but i'm gonna take you another way and i think it's important to have people like you in re- representation for your field because you didn't take the conventional way and i think it's imperative because it's never when you start as long as you start So, like, your story is a story that probably can inspire somebody else out there who's like, well, you know what? I want to be a doctor, but it might be too late. It's never too late. Some people tell me it's never too late to be a lawyer, but I don't have the patience or the time no more. So, I'm okay (laughs) with where I'm at. (laughs) But if you need me to consult something, that is my profession. I got you. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's necessary. So, especially I feel for black women because... Like, you have Married to Medicine where you have people like Dr. Heavenly, who's a, a dentist. You have Dr. Jackie, you know, Dr. Simone. They're, you know, p- uh, pediatricians and, you know, OBGYNs. And you have all these different black doctors, even on Married to Medicine LA with, like, Britain, who's one of our sorors and Contessa, who's trying to be, you know, U.S. Attorney, you know, U.S. State General. Like, that is major to see those kind of women who Britain and um Contessa have to be deltas as well. Just, just thought I just <laughs> sprinkle... For y'all real quick, you know, they happen to be you know, roars or whatever but it's imperative to see that kind of representation even though all the extra stuff they try to put in the show is whatever, but you can see these black women are really about their business and on their social media platforms, they're about their business exactly so it's major for us, and especially for nowadays with kids, I don't think they see enough of that, because they're so consumed and they're so consumed with other
0: things and it's like what happens, I feel like, with, with like, children in general, like, when we say, like, we want to be doctors, or when we say we want to be lawyers, or we want to be, or we want to be singers, or we want to be this, there's always those people that are, like, that's too hard. Right. Or there's always people that are, like, why don't you try something else? Or... And it's, and it's that, and it's also, it goes back to representation. Like, young black girl, I want to be a doctor. And then someone says, why don't you try something else? That's too hard. So she hears that, and then she also doesn't see that many exactly. black women, scientists or doctors. Exactly. And she's like, damn, it really must be hard because I don't see many of me in that field so it's like it's so easy for us to be like deterred rather than pushed to our full potential yep and then there's so i many totally people agree that are that like give up on our dreams and they're just like okay well i'm gonna just try this or i'm gonna just do this because that's not for me i, I don't see me in that field so i'll just not do it so it's so easy for us to be swayed versus you know, pushing. It's it yeah versus pushing and reaching the full potential. Not saying it's not possible. I'm Not saying that all black children are that way, but it's just like it's. Easy it's to common. But I. Into something
1: else. Yeah, and I think it's also because of transgenerational trauma as well. To throw that in there, like mm-hmm. when back in the slave times, we were told you can't read, you can't write, you're not going to be nothing, you're not going to do this, and that's been passed down from generation to generation. So when it's something that people, I know for my mom. It's, it's unconventional. She's like, oh, you a whole accountant, but you're an artist. But you're also doing a podcast. We don't know nothing about media. If I literally let my mom's words come to my come into fruition and just let her tell me like, oh, you don't need to do a podcast. But like you said, when something comes around a second time, it's meant for you to do. So, like, that was something I was talking about three years ago. I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever. Y'all just chatting. Y'all just, y'all just be liking my rants because I make y'all laugh. So then when it came back around again and I'm standing here like oh, let me just try to pick this bug real quick and just get somebody to do me a logo. When the logo was done, I'm like, bruh, at this point, what do you have to lose? Like, you don't know what's going to happen. And people were like, and all the support I got when I promoted it before even released, I was like, okay, so clearly I'm meant to do this. Right. Even though it's not conventional, I still know business, I still know marketing because again, I have a master's in business administration, so I know how the business aspect works, I know how the promotion works, I know all the logistics. So, why let that go to waste and just to focus straight on accounting when I can also use that degree into other aspects to build my name and my brand? Right. Given, and it's
0: also, yeah, it is also good to like branch out into different outlets, even if you don't you know, you may not know that much about it. It's still okay to branch out into those outlets because right. that's how you learn and that's how you create and and that's how you build upon it. You know, I, I never used to be a good cook, but I like to eat. So <laughs> I started practicing and playing with it and now like I I profit off of it because that's something that I enjoy doing and I, I like to do it. Um And if, like, other outlets, like, if there was something else I wanted to learn, like, I'm going to learn it. I'm going to try. I might not try to, you know, make a business off of it or capitalize on it, but until I learn. Right. Yeah. But the worst that can
1: happen is you trying. Exactly.
0: So.
1: And that's the reason why, like, people never probably know, so now you don't get the insight. Um, so I normally have on my intros the song Ghetto Children by Khalees. And the reason why that's, and Pharrell, the reason why that's my song is because Ghetto Children really speaks, if you ever listen to the song, which is on Khaleesi's Kaleidoscope album, it speaks about how us black children who could either come from the ghetto, the slums, wherever you are, little girl, little boy, you're a star. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise. So pretty much go for your dreams. They might not want to see you where you are now because they have the oppression to be able to step on your neck. But let them know, like, take mathematics seriously, baby girl. If you're good at it, don't dumb yourself down because that's what they tell you you're gonna do. Like, push yourself forward. So when I say to y'all, oh, wake up, ghetto children, I'm pretty much telling all y'all folks out there in the community, stop letting somebody subject you to your narrative of your story. It's your story. You can switch it up and plot twist at any time you want to.
0: Exactly.
1: So. Just do you. That's it. So... Why and why do you feel like because do you really just feel like because people have more of a, a thing where they have fear? Because I feel like when people deter you from something, it's the fear that they know they're gonna fail and they're unusual and uncomfortable with it. Do you feel like that's a lot of reason why a lot of representation as well hasn't been really put out there for black women in, in medicine? Yeah, definitely. I just feel
0: like, um, I feel like, like I said, people are often like deterred, and when you let that like get in your head or get to you and you don't see it out there, then it's easy for you to just, like, back off or, like, convince yourself to do something else. And and it's just, like, that cycle just needs to break. So the representation matters. So if you're a black doctor or if you're out here pursuing medicine, law, business, like, keep going.
1: We need you. No, we really, like, no funny, we really need you (laughs) because black doctors are in such high demand. And I only say that because we suffer the most with unnecessary deaths, especially in under the knife and in the, in the metal, in the emergency rooms. like due to medical doctors, like you have people like Finney Lou Hamer who had a, a involuntary hysterectomy done by her after she gave birth. You have Henrietta locks who died of cancer in 1951. And to this day, unsolicited they took her cells and are still using them to reproduce, to try to find ways to be able to cure cancer with basic medical research. Like, Do you feel like we're going to continue to have those unnecessary deaths in medicine until we have our own people in there trying to save our lives? Like, the girl who just passed away from childbirth in Brooklyn Hospital. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, do you feel like until we get us in there, we're never going to be taken care of fully like we need to? Yeah. I mean, like, it's... Like,
0: we've... We've long been... Exposed and and used as like lab rats for say like when it comes to like you said you know Henry the Lacks, um like the Tuskegee syphilis experiment, um just like um, experiments on slaves and doing studies on slaves like we've always been perceived as
1: the guinea pigs.
0: Yeah, guinea pigs, but also like hard, like like. Like, when women are dying from childbirth unnecessarily, it's usually because there's someone there telling them, like, you're not in pain, or you can you can, um, you can bear that pain. The strong black
1: women narrative.
0: Yeah, and it's, like, it's more pain than any normal person would be able to bear. It. Like, we're often overlooked and mistreated, and it's literally just because <laughs> I feel like because people, honestly, don't care about us. Like they literally do not care. Like those They don't. There are people in the field that hide behind their white coat and don't stand on the code that they swore in on. Ain't that
1: the Hippocratic oath or something? Yes. See, I be know a little something, something
0: they they come in and they just like they swear in on this code and then they just don't live by it. Like they they're out to hurt us. Like they they don't care about The same way the blue people
1: are when they were slave catchers before they became police
0: officers. Yep. And I just feel like we're always perceived as we can tolerate a pain like greater than anyone could ever bear like any normal person and they just don't care and that's why it's so important for more of us to be in the field to take care of each other because if if they don't then who will? You know? This is fact. I think it's so important and I think that um like until there are more of us in the fields that they don't want us in they won't care about us but i do unfortunately feel like we will continue to suffer unnecessary deaths at the hands of people that honestly don't care about us
1: and i think it's it's, cool. it, it's it's super sad because now you have people to the point where they're becoming doulas and learning how to be midwives so that they have at home births with people like they see of their color like i think it's super dope how Erica Badu is going to be the doula for Tiana Taylor. I think that's super dope. But it takes that because that's what we had back back in the time of slavery. Yet again, like your grandmother, and your mother was your midwife. You didn't have no hospital you can go to. You was having that child right there in your bed that you laid to pretty much create your child. Exactly. And you were just giving birth. So I feel like it's, it's, again, coming in full circle. But if we have the opportunity now, because we do have the ability to be degreed and practice and be sworn under... I say, hey, go for it. I pursue anybody like go ahead, go get that white coat because I know you're going to stand by it and you're going to uplift it. You're not going to do it where it's going to be some injustice behind it. So that's major. So how has it been because you were supposed to be in Aruba and again, you started online with classes and it looks like you're going to be online for classes for a minute now until further notice. How has it been studying medicine virtually outside of you actually being in the, you know, Aruba right now in the classroom? Like, do you feel like it'll be a di- different atmosphere? Even though you're crushing it, I be seeing the, the IG story post with the, the diagrams and the pictures, yeah, but pretty how pretty do you good. feel like it's totally different in experience? I feel like it may be a little more tumultuous as opposed to being in the actual classroom. Yeah, it's, it's
0: honestly very challenging. Like, I, I've been out of school since December 2017, like I said, and I never was a fan of, like, online classes so i'm i'm already getting back into the groove or in that space where i'm in school and then to do it online on top of that is like another challenge yeah because it's like now i'm waking up for classes but i'm i'm in the comfort of my own home So that's easy to get lazy to be like, and
1: be like oh let me yeah, just that's a
0: whole chill. other like gear you know no like i never was a fan of online classes but it's just like something that i have to deal with so i'm challenging myself to like Try harder, so, you know, and then on top of that, studying medicine is hard. Like, if really easy, they are lying. <laughs> it is hard. So, um, you know, I try to like not work for my bed and, you know, keep myself on the routines. So I get up, shower, like, I don't try, I don't, I don't wake up and, like, try to roll over and turn my computer on. Like, I get up, you know, I shower, I eat breakfast. Like, I try to have these routines. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of get me in that mindset, like, yeah, I'm in school. But I can't wait to be on the island. Uh, I can't wait. That's because
1: you're such a Caribbean, it's not even funny. <laughs> you're going to be right at home. Yeah, yeah so. So what, yeah. Is, what is your goal once you actually become Dr. B? <sighs> once
0: I become Dr. B? so oh, I got patient Dr. B. <laughs> once I become Dr. B, like, it, it's, it just means a lot. I'm already like
1: hyped. But as you um, should be, because you're going to manifest the hell out of it. So,
0: right. But I mean, besides becoming a kick ass doctor, everything I want now, like, I want to get it then. Like, once I graduate, like, you know, right now I'm a little brokeiana, but I'll be flourishing. But, like, none the first thing I want to do is, like, buy a house. I really want to move to Houston. So, once I graduate, you know, my first big girl purchase, I'll get a house and you know chill and um maybe have some kids You you know have some babies but eventually with you
1: know dr b i want to start my own practice you know i hired like doctors be your own boss be real boss okay i'm here for that so how did you feel how did attending an hbcu prepare you for the adversity you would have to face in your desired position
0: I definitely feel like attending HBCU is, like, a melting pot of swag and (laughs) culture. (laughs)
1: Hence why Swag Surf is, like, an anthem for every HBCU. You
0: know? So, like, it's it's definitely, like, going to HBCU was awesome because it was, like, that safe space. So, I'm surrounded by people that look like me from all over, but we're all, like, we're lit, but we're turning in assignments by 11. Right. You know, like, we're starting businesses, we're getting LLCs, but we're also obtaining masters, you know? So it's like, it's it's balance, it's harmony. So just being exposed to that, it it teaches you resilience because you're in this safe haven, but you know eventually you have to go out into the world that doesn't care about you. So it, it builds you up, it gives you tough skin Like We have hearts of lines and strengths of elephants. Like okay. so we're going out into the world that, you say that. doesn't like us. <laughs> we know the world out there hates us. But we've been in a safe haven and we we've gotten all the skills to go out there and face, you know, these places that don't want us to be. like breaking down these walls that don't want us to be.
1: And I think that's major because HBCUs, I feel like, are a major representation. Even everybody's was like, well, why would you go to a school where it's majority black? Well, why wouldn't I want to go to a school where I'm the Remember, We weren't able to get into the PWIs, hence why HBCUs were even create- created. Like, why would I not want to go to some place where I'm seen as a majority? I have people out here looking like me, but they're flourishing like me. But we're all here for educational purposes, which means we had to do some type of work to get here. So therefore, it's just like to me. I think it's so lit. Like with DSU, we were we were a medium sized campus, but it was pretty small. Like somebody knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. But it was more lit because you had professors who looked like you. You had professors with alphabets behind their name, like Doctor So and So Blase Blase, and you be like, well, damn. Like I know for me, mine's will forever be Doctor Williamson. She was an AKA. She was my cost accounting professor. She got an MBA, CFA, CFE, CPA. I said, okay, sis, you are in this whole realm of accounting doing the damn thing. And you've been teaching for 35 years. You're lit. But like seeing that was like, yo, I can really be something like that. Given I'm still studying for my CFE, but it's just like, cause that shit is hard, period. But it's like, it's, I feel like we need that because that's our motivation to know like where we came from and what our ancestors sacrificed to get this institution established it's worth it yeah it's worth it so what will it take for black doctors that you feel for them to get their recognition that they deserve i
0: feel like it's it's probably gonna be years before like, black like doctors get credit from people that never, they never, you have to understand, they never wanted us in these fields that we're going for.
1: This is facts. No,
0: they never wanted us to be doctors. So they're not gonna give us our roses. they're not gonna give us our credit. And that's why, like, just, I feel like us not being recognized for the work we're putting in shouldn't be a deterrent from us. Um, fulfilling a duty that we've been called to do. Right. Just because you're not getting credit for being in a field that they didn't want you in doesn't mean it should take away from your duty to serve you know, the people that you need to.
1: Because the people are still watching you.
0: Yeah, and I feel like just because, you know, we're not getting our credit, I feel like it's so important for Black doctors to love on other Black doctors. Um, And, like, the credit starts to, like, we have to stick together. You know, and if you're in a toxic work environment or a space where you feel like not not only the recognition piece, but you're just feel like you're being, you know, belittled in that space. Then leave. like start your own practice. Like this is the this is the importance of us starting our own practices and our own businesses.
1: And keeping because, the black dollar in black America,
0: like, because we're not we're, we might not ever get the recognition that we what that we this America, is true. It shouldn't deter you from what you're called to do.
1: And how do you think that will also help in the aspects of Black female doctors? Because you know it's going to be Black doctors, which is going to be the males, and it's the Black female doctors, which literally are at the bottom of the totem pole. Yep. And we still don't get recognition as is now. Do you think that that's something that will possibly ever
0: flourish? I, I feel like I think that it will change, and I think we will get our credit, but I feel like it will take a long time for it to happen. So, that's why it's so important that now, like, you see someone that looks like you. I mean, I know they say all skin folk.
1: And kin (laughs) folk.
0: But, you know, for the most part, we have to, like, stick together. So, if you're in a film and there's other black people in the film, give them their roses. Like, especially while they're still
1: here. So, before we wrap up, who is your... Who is a female black doctor that you admire and why?
0: Well... I feel like a female like Dr. I admire um, right now, currently, she's actually a recent graduate. Like, she just graduated from Morehouse. Um, her name is Dr. Glenn on Instagram, is Dr. Glenn. Um, she just graduated from Morehouse, and she's actually um, working at Lenox Hill Hospital. That's where I was born. Um, so she works at Lenox Hill Hospital. And I started following her on Instagram, like, maybe a year ago, myself, so while she was finishing up her journey. She is like pretty much the definition of like a hustler. Like, in brings like she's smart, but like she's also swaggy and drippy. So it's just like, <laughs> and, and
1: that's her, you. Like,
0: that's that's yeah, that's <laughs> what I want. Like, when I finish and get my doctorate, like, that's what I want people to do she's beautiful like she has you know she's grinding she has this and then she has swag but it's just like she deserves it because right. she works so hard for everything she has like she busts her she busts her ass for everything she has so why not like right. hard playoff so i've been following her for about a year and like she's awesome so she's someone i admire because it's like she's like someone in our age group like it's not someone like that i looked up like i was like like 30 40s you know yeah like sometimes like i was like who are some doctors i had look up to but i was like you know what like this is someone right here like on instagram like social media that is actually inspiring too so it's like it's so many black female doctors i follow on social media and that's what i love about social media is like it's, it's so good for like branding mm-hmm. marketing yep. and meeting other people and seeing other people story their journeys and all these like millennials on YouTube that broadcast their journey is like inspiration to keep going so yeah That's definitely, definitely definitely you
1: gotta
0: get a chance to grow, Dr. Dockland
1: so before we close out what is a B-Real bomb that you have? Whether it be a life lesson that you've learned, a motivational quote, something you live by day-to-day that you can share with the fan band.
0: Something I live by, um, one quote that I go by is, plan your work and work your plan. And that just goes for like, all the experiences I had. I planned my work, but you got to work your plan, so... I try to deter myself from my journey so many times on my own, but it's just like, at the end of the day, I have a calling, a higher calling. So, like, just continue to work on you and invest in yourself because you're the only person that's gonna be there for you at the end of the day. Like, you're the director of your narrative, so. Oh, well, Fesh,
1: thank you so much for joining me. On... on this episode of How's Your Medical History? you know, with the one yeah. and only Brianna Reese. So tell the people where they can find you so they can follow you on your journey as well as your business when you get back off a of hiatus. Yes,
0: so you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Brianna, B-R-I-A-N-A-A-J-A-Y. You can follow me there watch my journey. Um, I have a little highlights dedicated to just my medical school journey. Um, also, you can follow my business page, Jam and Jimmy's, on Instagram and see some goodies that I've put <laughs> in. And any donations are appreciated. So, cash chat, <laughs> Brianna, B R I A N A, B R E A B B S. But yeah, follow Lock In with me and you know wish, wish me the, the best because i need it
1: okay so y'all know we in this pandemic this is a time now we would need brie more than ever so if y'all out there show her some love go give her some inspiration Flood her dms with inspiration you know we as amanda seals always says we are each other's business so brie thanks for kicking it with me Thanks for sharing your Thanks. story. You are appreciated. You know I love you dearly, cause you are my baby. I love you,
0: I love you too.
1: So, as I always always say on air, don't forget, let's keep it real. That was my special, Brianna Reeves. Thanks for being the realest, babes. As I always say on air, let's keep it real, but please don't ever forget, if you have a dream, go for it. Nobody's in your way, but you. Keep flourishing, keep loving, And as Amanda Seal said, and I will state it again, we are each other's business. Be real, fam bam. Peace, love, and blessings.